Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. So you've come back from the woods here in Michigan, and you think you saw a cougar. How exciting. But are you sure? A lot of dog tracks get submitted. We get yellow labs, we get domestic cats, we get bobcat, mangy coyotes. There's quite a variety of different animals that get mis-ID'd as cougars. The DNR says there are no cougars native to the state, but that doesn't mean you didn't see one. How is that possible? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. The story of cougars in Michigan, and not the desperate housewives kind, it's long and winding. The cougar was commonplace around here, at least through the 19th century, but by the early 1900s, the cougar was all but wiped out. But hey, we all love a good comeback story, right? What does that look like as far as when animals are in a certain spot, they get run out or pushed out, and then they make this like eventual return? I think we've seen that too with the gray wolf here in Michigan. How does that kind of thing happen? That's a great point. It's kind of, uh, I mean, cougars are a pretty amazing species where They were actually, you know, before European colonization, they were the most widely distributed land mammal in the entire Western Hemisphere. So we kind of think of them as a North American species, maybe in the mountains in the West, but they really, especially then, occupied most of North, Central, and South America. And they still occupy Central and South America, too. So they can live in the tropics. They can live in winters up in very mountainous, cold terrain. They're extremely adaptable. But of course, like you said, they've lost probably two-thirds of their range in North America. They're gone from largely from the eastern U.S., except for the Florida Panthers. But certainly, I think there are, you know, protections and good management put in place by western states as well as, you know, eastern states where individuals might be kind of poking into and, and exploring. And that allows them to, you know, potentially get footholds outside of where they've been in recent history. That right there, that's the voice of a guy who knows a thing or two about cougars. He is Cody Norton, and he's a large carnivore specialist with the DNR's Wildlife Division. Cougars in general, they're generally the same across their range. So in the western U.S., you know, cougars can be anywhere. Males in the 110 to 200-pound range average around 150 pounds. Females are quite a bit smaller, just like with a lot of other species, anywhere 65 to 140 pounds. You know, they're ambush predators. They kind of lie in wait and try to attack prey items rather than running them down like a coyote or other canines might do. We'll get into sightings and frequency in a second, but remember the last thing Cody said a second ago. These cats, they're predators. So on the off chance you do see one in person, danger would not be that far away. Don't panic, but as we know, that is easier said than done. The general thought is if you see one, like, stay away, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Do not want to approach (laughs) a cougar if you were to see one in the wild. 
in general, it's similar to what we recommend for other large predators. Normally want to make yourself look big and intimidating, you know, slowly back away, keeping your eyes on the animal. If you have pets or, you know, small children, pick them up so they don't run. And then absolutely, you know, report it to the department. Technology is great, isn't it? It can make our lives so much easier. For example, hunters can see what's happening in the woods thanks to trail cameras. You say you want to see who's at your door, but you don't want to move? Well, a smart doorbell can show you what's happening outside from your phone. That's how this story began. Last week, a Macomb County woman posted her neighbor's doorbell footage to Facebook that appears to show a cougar, and the internet went wild. Was it a cougar? Was it a chupacabra? Could it have been just a dog? Probably not a chupacabra, and also probably not a cougar either, but a dog? Well, a lot of those have zero evidence with them, so we really have no way of investigating and determining whether you know an animal was a cougar or not. A lot of them also have photos of either signs from other animals or you know photographs of other animals that they get confused or misidentified as cougars. So yeah, we get a lot a lot of dog tracks get submitted you know, that are large and maybe the toenails don't quite show up. So people, you know, think that they might be cougar. For photos, we get yellow labs, we get domestic cats, we get bobcats, mangy coyotes. There's quite a variety of different animals that get mis-ID'd as cougars. And some of that is, you know, with trail cameras or even like ring or other security video cameras that are coming out on people's houses or at people's properties. A lot of times the scale can be really hard to tell. A small animal might look really large. A lot of times they're in infrared or something else where you can't really see the coloration, you know, like you would if you're standing there in front of it or if you had an actual flashlight on it if it was at night. So there's there's definitely a a lot of, you know, confusion in in this ID as well. And we try to, you know, explain what we're looking for and, and what makes something consistent with a cougar or is all the evidence is pointing towards some other species. Cougar sightings, they are on the rise in Michigan. There is no arguing that. From 2019 through 2021, the DNR says they had more confirmed sightings in that three-year period than they did in the last 10 years previous. The high mark, 15 in 2020. So is their population increasing? Cody says the answer again lies in technology. You know, we established a cougar team here in Michigan back in 2008. So that's when we started you know, kind of having protocols for how we investigate any reports that come up. And I think over time, our average has been, you know, documenting about five individuals per year, but that was much lower early on. And then in recent years, 2020, we actually had 15 confirmed reports in the Upper Peninsula. All of those were from the Upper Peninsula. But in the last few years, we've certainly seen a a big uptick. And I think a lot of that is trail cameras, as well as cell phones with everybody having a camera in their pocket, right? So whether they see tracks or scat or other sign of a cougar, or if they actually were to see one while they're out in the woods or wherever they might be, they can actually get photos of it. We can document it. We can confirm it. But yeah, and trail cameras are getting the technologies improving. The batteries last longer. Some of them send the photos right to your phone. We're getting a lot better at detecting them when they show up. One of the main conversations surrounding the cougar in Michigan is the breeding population. The DNR says there is no breeding population of cougars in Michigan. But with sightings up, I had to wonder. Also, not being able to procreate would, in theory, drop the number of sightings, cameras or not. 
Can you explain to me without a breeding population how they still exist? I'm not a scientist, but like you need to breed to procreate to to further the population, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so that's where all of our evidence that we've been able to collect and reports that we've gotten from the public suggest that we don't have, you know, a, a breeding population here. We don't really have a Michigan cougar population. What we have are dispersing young males, or at least they were typically young when they left, coming from the western, you know, mountain lion or cougar populations. We've actually had a couple poached carcasses that have shown up in the upper peninsula. And both of those animals through DNA analysis were most closely related to individuals living in the Nebraska, Wyoming, South Dakota, you know, kind of Black Hills area, uh, which is one of the easternmost established cougar populations, which makes sense, right? It'd be one of the closest ones to Michigan, as well as Wisconsin and Minnesota, where we see some of the same individuals show up. So that's the answer. Cougars can walk far, like really far. None of the cougars are said to be born here. They just migrate here. I mean, when's the last time you walked 2,000 miles? We actually had one that actually ended up going from, I think it was marked or at least genetically tied back to South Dakota that made it all the way through, you know, Wisconsin, Minnesota, UP of Michigan, and eventually into Connecticut where it got hit by a car, which I think was over 2,000 miles, you know, as a crow flies. So they can do some absolutely amazing movements. And, you know, like I said, the two carcasses that showed up here were both males. We've been able to identify males from, you know, what we can make out in photos as well. I think three other times. But generally, male cougars are the ones that are going to disperse or leave their you know, typical home range where they were born more often. And they typically travel a lot farther than females. And what we're seeing here kind of makes sense. And, of course, we talk and, you know, work together with Wisconsin, Minnesota, other neighboring states, looking at what they're documenting, and it's a lot of the same. They're mostly, if not all, seeing males and haven't documented females or kittens. Animals can be mysterious. We did an episode a while back about Bigfoot. Is it real or not? I'm old enough to remember the infamous Liger on the loose in the metro area. And with the invention of trail cameras and video doorbells, we see so much more than we used to. But the question remains, are we seeing what we think we are seeing? When it comes to cougars, far more often than not, the answer is no. Thanks to Cody Norton for his help with this episode. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out wwjnewsradio.com for local news on demand 24-7, including the latest on cougar sightings and all things outdoors. If you have questions, comments, or concerns about the Daily J, we want to hear them. Drop us an email at dailyj at odyssey.com. That's dailyj at audacy.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.